morning, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project. Morning Coffee with Vince Taglavia. That's me, your host, live with you every Monday through Friday at 8.30 a.m. Pacific Time, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time to discuss the news and events of the world. Today is November 8th, 2023, and here we go. Hope you all are doing well. It's a Wednesday, so uh, just a normal day, middle of the week, working towards the weekend. We're going to have a couple new shows uh, here on the Red Pill Project that you haven't seen in previous weeks. We've got Dave Grunvig, we've got uh, Jim Price, Patriot Party Podcast, The Daily Dose, all coming up today. So uh, you can find those on all the channels you see me streaming on and uh enjoy those let us know how you like it and uh yeah we're starting to make little changes here as we move towards our official uh new platform here so stay tuned for all of that and we'll let you know tomorrow's thursday so we have our q and a with josh that'll be uh after the daily dose tomorrow night and it's hosted from our private social network socialredpill.com so create an account over there at socialredpill.com join the private social network and participate in these q and a's and various other events that we have it's a good time all right. Well, we're going to get right into it today. It's a little bit of a slow day, but there is news. There is news nonetheless. All that here. So let's start with a little bit of finance. Markets aren't doing as good as they have been. Um, they say stocks are treading water. <laughs> and uh, we've got, I think, the Fed coming out today is going to speak. People are kind of anticipating what is going to be said. Futures flat uh, ahead. Closely watch the Powell speech. Uh, they're ahead of the speech. So we'll see how everything reacts. Um, you know, we'll, we'll know more by the end of the day how everything ends up shaking down. And so we just are anticipating that that'll affect things. Uh, let's take a quick look at where things stand here. Um, curious to know. So everything's just below the line. We're just red across the board. Uh, gold is at $1,961. Silver is at $22.83. And Bitcoin's at $35,233. Hmm. Nothing crazy. We did have this story. U.S. 30-year mortgage rate plunges by most in nearly six months. Yahoo Finance published this. The interest rate on the most common type of U.S. residential mortgage plunged last week by the most in nearly 16 months on the back of a rally in the Treasury market that drove down the benchmark yields used to set home loan costs. The MBA, the Mortgage Bankers Association on Wednesday, said the average contract rate on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage dropped in a week, in the week, ended November 3rd by a quarter percentage point to 7.61%, <laughs> the lowest in about a month, which was the largest weekly drop since late July 2020, which is still remarkably high. So we'll watch it. We'll watch it. Yeah. 
Buyers are still scarce, barons.com writes. No kidding. No one wants to play, pay those rates. You end up paying a million dollars for a half million dollar house by the time you pay it. So, I mean, the only people really buying, unless they can afford that and anticipate those uh, interest payments, are people with paying cash for their homes. Which, let's face it, most people, most people, especially younger people, don't have that much cash. <laughs> Sparky says, it's a slow day today, the deep state. Hold my beer. Yeah, so some rumors about things could go down today. Hopefully, hopefully we don't see anything happen. Uh, but Sparky, you're right. <laughs> you're right. All right, let's move on here. Nothing too much on the front of finance except the same shit show that we're used to. So we'll move on and we'll keep our eye on it. We had a lot of voting results come in last night. And Zero Hedge reported on this. Uh, well, we'll talk about the results in a second. We've got uh, a GOP debate, debate tonight. Zero Hedge wrote, Unforced error. Right-wing critics slam RNC for picking NBC to host tonight's GOP debate. Five candidates have met the criteria needed to appear on stage for the third Republican 2024 presidential debate in Miami on November 8th, according to the Republican National Committee. Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, Florida, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, former U.S. Ambassador to the U.N., Nikki Haley, businessman and entrepreneur Vivek Ram, Ramaswamy, and Senator Tim Scott have all qualified for the latest debate and will take the stage at the Adrian Arsht Center for the Performing Arts at Miami-Dade County. All five of the GOP 2024 presidential candidates made the cut after polling at least 4% in two national polls or 4% in national international poll as well as two polls from four of the early voting states of Iowa, New Hampshire, Nevada, and South Carolina. Wow. Uh, elsewhere, former President Donald Trump, who did not appear at the first two debates and is scheduled to skip this one, surpassed the donor and polling requirements with ease, according to an analysis by NBC News, and will instead hold a rally at... Ted Hendricks Stadium in nearby Haley, Florida. Helia. I don't know how to pronounce this. Helia, Florida. So, again, Trump is not participating. He doesn't need to. He's way ahead of all these people. And uh, he's going to be holding a rally. So, I'm sure many of us will be tuning into that or rewatching clips or watching it after the fact. I. Uh, he, I don't know what time it will be. We'll find out. <laughs> NBC News will broadcast the November 8th debate. And uh, it says here, this debate is an opportunity to appeal the, to voters outside the right-wing echo chamber. Rick Edmonds, media business analyst at the centrist Pointer Institute for Media Studies told the Epic Times that NBC makes sense given that the Republican candidates need to need now to be thinking about how they can appeal to a broader swath of voters should they win the primary. Right, yeah, okay, great idea. Oh, great, 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 great. 
yeah, so the fake news is hosting it. This is a big, silly event. Is anybody voting for these people? I know some people like DeSantis. I don't know how. Some people like Vivek, and okay, he says some good things. But let's be real. I mean, I think Trump's the ticket here at the end of the day. I mean, he doesn't even need to poll. I mean, he doesn't even need to, to participate in these debates. And really, there's not much to debate. <laughs> okay. Um, here we have this uh, APnews.com reporting this. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania County promises accurate tally after clerical error appears to flip votes for judges. Yeah, there was a little bit of some mishaps yesterday. They wrote a voting machine company's clerical error. They're calling it a clerical error. Yeah. Uh, caused votes in an eastern Pennsylvania county to appear to be flipped on a ballot question that asked whether a pair of incumbent state appeals judges should be retained, officials said Tuesday. Official uh, voters were asked to decide whether Pennsylvania Supreme Court judges Jack Pinella and Victor Stabil should be retained for an additional 10-year terms. The yes or no votes for each judge were switched on a summary displayed to voters before they cast their ballot, said Charles Dardhinger, a Northampton County Director of Administration. If a voter marked yes to retain Pinella and no on Stabil, for example, it was reflected no on Pinella and yes on Stabil. Stabil, sorry if I'm mispronouncing this. Voters noticed the error on the printed voting records produced by the touchscreen machines and brought it to the attention of poll workers shortly after the start of voting Tuesday morning. Despite the glitch on the printed summary, voters' actual choices were properly recorded by the machine's back-end system, and their votes will be tabulated accurately, Dirtinger said during an afternoon at a news conference in Easton. Quote, what you read and what the computer reads are two different things. The computer does not read the text that is printed out, he said. The issue, uh, the issue affected all the county's voting machines in use Tuesday, estimated at more than 300. The Pennsylvania Department of State said the problem was isolated to the two retention votes in Northampton County and no other races statewide were affected. Oh, well, that's that's great. The county obtained a court order Tuesday after the problem was discovered that allowed the machines to continue to be used. Wow, they're using these machines. Oh, it's just the, you know, it's just the printout. Uh, the back end's good. Everything's fine. This is a prelude to next year. And uh, good God. Unbelievable. Gush, 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 gush. Oh, what a scam, y'all. Here we see more voting scams coming to the surface. CNN. CNN is visibly shaken at how well Donald Trump is polling with minorities as Biden's approval rating continues to plummet. We have a clip here from CNN Fake News. Tabs, the most important part, as Phil reminds us, <laughs> just all of those from women to Hispanic voters, black voters, 22 <clears> percent <throat> of black voters behind Trump. That is not seen in mm -hmm. the modern era for a Republican frontrunner. Right. I mean, wow. It, it's 
startling. <laughs> I, I, I looked at the, the Democratic response, uh, Kevin Munoz, the, the spokesman for Biden, and this idea that, you know, we have a year, we can turn things around. I think you have to look at this being a challenge from the very beginning, right? Black voters from the very beginning were saying that we will help you get Joe Biden into office. Um, but, you know, this is not necessarily our preference. Uh, this was uh, about democracy and saving democracy. And so here we are a year later. Uh, he has not been able to change their impression. Black home ownership is down. Uh, going to the store, you know, even if uh, jobs uh, have improved in terms of numbers, the, the prices that people are paying just it doesn't resonate with them. So Bidenomics, all of the things that Biden has done to try to connect, it's not connecting with this group. And black unemployment was quite low during the Trump administration. And lower, but lower now. Lower it's, it's the, yeah, but it's it's. The, but he said it all the time. Trump right. said it all. The he time. had a, an, a a gift for messaging. There's no question about that. Errol. It's so. I mean, listening to all the things that they said there, I'm just picking it apart in my head. Our democracy is in danger. That's what they always say. Our democracy is at stake. Former CNN boss on 24. 2024 election quote democracy is on the line yahoo finance reported this with the 2024 presidential election officially less than a year away former cnn president jeff zucker had a stern warning for all of america democracy is very much on the line this is a constitutional republic. I don't know what everyone's deal is where they're talking about how this is a democracy. They they want mob rule. They want forced uh, dictatorship even. It's just absurd. Democracy is on the line. We're at a critical time in America, Zucker told me at the Yahoo Finance Invest conference on Tuesday in New York City. This is a serious time for American democracy as we've seen in maybe 250 years. People should not discount the possibility of Donald Trump coming out on top in a head-to-head -head with President Biden. Those who do are fooling themselves, he said, and be aware of the consequences of a second Trump administration. Election denial is rampant in this country, he said, referencing House Majority Leader Steve Scalise refusing to say whether the 2020 election was legitimate during an interview with ABC's George Stephanopoulos. Several lawmakers, including those in leadership positions, have declined to verify the outcome of the 2020 election, added, added Zucker, who is now CEO of Redbird IMI, a $1 billion investment fund focused on media, sports, and news. The longtime media executive admitted that he had, had, been, caught, had been too caught up in polls in the past. Instead, journalists should focus on digging deep in their reporting. We just have to recognize that there's a reason they want that they want to take down the media, he said. They don't want the media to ask Steve Calise five times whether or not Joe Biden won the election. Hmm. Winning the trust of the public means focusing on the issues instead of the horse race of the long year election pro year long election process. Seek the truth and don't give air and time to those who lie. Over time, the truth will win out, Zucker said. Oh, maybe that's some ironic foreshadowing by Zucker. Speaking of truth, dispelling, uh, dispelling misinformation and disinformation 
on social media will prove yet again to be a challenge this election season. Much of that focus will be on X, formerly known as Twitter, which is still struggling with misinformation on the platform more than a year after Elon Musk took over the company. Uh, they're actually doing better than they ever have, I'll have to admit. Quote, I do think that Twitter, X, needs to take a look as what has happened in the last year. He said, quote, I'm not sure it's the reliable source of news and information that we always thought it could, should, and would be. Get out of here. These people are full of, full of it. Full of it. Thank you, Black Chester, for the three ice creams. I appreciate that. These people are out of it. Travis out of the Matrix. Congratulations. Recreational weed passed in Ohio. All right. I guess enjoy that. Enjoy it check the chats here uh, all right well absolutely crazy this stuff let's see what else we got here someone this was the gateway pundit they said someone please explain how kentucky republicans can vote in the gop ag and sos by 17 to 22 percent and then Vote for the Demo vote for the Democrat for governor. How does that work? Just look at these charts here. Nice graphics. Governor, Kentucky, top. Okay. You've got your uh, Democrat incumbent with the lead here by 53% of the votes. But you go down to the Secretary of State, the Attorney General, and you've got a sea of red. 60.8% lead by Michael Adams. Leading is Russell Coleman with 58%. But for some reason, almost 10% of people, when it came to the governor, decided to switch parties to the Democratic incumbent. This is not normal. Typically, you see a trend, a consistent trend. Do any of you not vote party line? I mean, most people vote party line. I mean, most. You maybe get 1% or less, and I'm just making up numbers here, so don't quote me and all that. But it is the commonality. I know this for a fact that most people vote party line. I wouldn't. I don't think 10% of people, you know... Uh, if, if there's someone uh, I'm not going to vote for, or if there's, let's say I'm voting in an election and there's um, people I'm not sure about or this kind of thing, or I'm on the fence, I won't vote for that, right? I won't. And uh, a lot of people, they do. And what they do is they go all red or all blue. So to see something like this indicates election fraud. Some funny election business. That's what it does. That's what it indicates to me. Oh, is this the misinformation and disinformation that CNN talks about? Disinformation uh, and misinformation. People switch up their votes all the time. It's really super duper common. Don't, you know, you're not going to want to focus on these images. They're, they're misleading. Yeah. PC Drano posted this on elections. Democrat Governor Andy Bashir won re-election in deep red Kentucky. How? Number one, 
Defeating a popular incumbent is always difficult, number two. Andy Bashir's father was a popular two-term governor in Kentucky as well. He has decades of big name ID. Number three, Daniel Cameron is young, 37, and new to the scene. Number four, Cameron way underperformed Trump's numbers statewide. It's not Trump, it's Cameron. <laughs> like Cernovich said, Republican voters are energized for Trump, not stale GOP and establishment types. Mitch McConnell hand-picked Daniel Cameron. Everyone hates Mitch McConnell except Zelensky and Joe Biden. Do the math. So just explaining what happened there. Uh, someone else says, I mean, the answer I would have put at the top is election fraud. And maybe that's the case, too. Virginia is in the news, too. Election-related news. Virginia has elected its first transgender state representative. Ollie London posted this. He writes, Danica Rome, 39, defeated former Fairfax County police detective Bill Wolf, a conservative Republican endorsed by Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin, who vowed to bar transgender athletes from competing on school sports teams if elected. Republicans in the state, state suffered devastating losses as Virginians voted overwhelmingly for Democrat state candidates with Democrats now gaining control of the Virginia state legislator, according to The Hill. Oh, Virginia. You know, it's hard to know if this is fraud or if people are just really this stupid or what. But uh, I would bet on the side of fraud. And we're going to see a lot of evidence to support that. We are. Thank you, Patsy, for the share over there. Loudoun County, Virginia. We see a little bit of funny business with this data here. Loudoun County, Virginia. What's up with the registers, re registered voters? Registered voters versus ballots cast. Some uh, farmer in Virginia posted this, and they were just looking at election results on elections.virginia.gov and was looking at the data and noticed uh, something a little questionable. Be diligent, folks, because this stuff is are things that people find. Voter turnout. Ballots cast. 312,654. Registered voters. 293,000. 478. Hmm. Almost 20,000 more ballots cast than registered voters. Unbelievable. If that's not a red flag, I don't know what is. Oh, that's just the numbers they put on the website aren't the same numbers inside the machines. That's, that's, you know, inside the computer, the stuff you can't see, it's very complicated for humans. That's all perfect. It's just what it, it shows on the outside. It's all fucked up and it doesn't make any sense. It's just like the voter machines. The internet's the same way. Yeah. Um, what are they going to say about this? Are they going to be like, yeah, is that what they're going to say? Oh, it's good on the inside. Just don't believe your eyes, folks. Don't believe your eyes. That's a right wing conspiracy theory. And we will deny you access to your bank account if you spread such misinformation and disinformation published by a government website. This is a prelude to the 2024 election, which I hope goes well, but uh, there's rampant issues with our voting. 
Uh, breaking news last night, Trump endorsed Republican Tate Reeves has been re-elected governor of Mississippi. There you go. Uh, House of Representatives have officially censured Democrat Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib last night for promoting false narratives regarding the October 7th, 2023 Hamas attack on Israel and for calling for the destruction of the state of Israel. As far as I know, a censure is just they're all coming together to condemn their actions. I don't know if there's actually any consequences to this. We have a quick clip here. Vote. The yeas are 234 and the nays are 188 with four answering present. The resolution is adopted. Without objection, the motion to reconsider is laid on the table. Uh, if I'm wrong about being censured, are there consequences to this, or is this just kind of like a symbolic calling out and uh, saying, we don't like it, what you're doing? What is it? Uh, I guess I could look it up. So are there consequences... Um, let's see um i guess it's a vote to expel a member of congress um so what actually happens uh let's see Let's see. That's good. I didn't know that that was the case there. Um, this happened to Paul Gosar. <laughs> I remember. Um, let's see. It says here, there is no specific house rule dictating what happens after the speaker reads the offending member their censure resolution. However, the parties as of late attached the stripping of the committee assignments to the punishment. Okay. So they could take away some of their power, I suppose. Maybe even give them the boot. Let's watch this clip. Uh, the video below is House Democrats melting down on the House floor earlier today. Uh, yesterday. The here is that every single one of them has not acknowledged the fact that Palestinians are dying in the tens of thousands, but will continue to say it is us who are not acknowledging humanity. Rashida will stand strong. Gentlelady's time has expired. For liberation and Gentlelady's time has expired. has the right Ge to gentlemen. live. Because this is the place where our black and brown staff members repeatedly speak of experiencing racism and sexism, Islamophobia, get pushed off of elevators, xenophobia, and more right here in this workplace. This is the place. And let me say this. She mourns for the 1,400 Israelis. The gentlelady's time has expired. She mourns for the 10,000. And she will not stop. No the gentlelady's more. time has no expired. No more lies. Ceasefire now. And she takes the, the death threats that you all send that. that the gentlelady is no longer recognized. I can't believe I have to say this. But Palestinian people are not disposable.
We are human beings. Just like anyone else, my city, my grandmother, like all Palestinians, just wants to live her life with freedom and human dignity we all deserve. Speaking up to save lives, Mr. Chair, no matter faith, ethnicity should not be controversial in this chair. The cries of the Palestinian and Palestinian and Israeli children sound no different to me. Why? What? I don't understand. Is why the cries of Palestinians sound different to you all. We cannot lose our shared humanity, Mr. Chair. <clears throat> Okie dokie, folks. There you go. Yeah. It's a lot of passion for other countries. How come we don't see that passion for their own country? Hmm? I'm just saying. Yes, that's right. Rashida Tlaib has been censured. Yes, officially. She has to be quiet. Huh? Here we go. Let's talk a little bit about this social destabiliza destabilization craziness. The Washington Times... America's newspaper has reported whistleblowers accuse senior FBI officials of retaliating against agents for their political beliefs. No way. The FBI's corrupt. At least three FBI whistleblowers told lawmakers on the House Judiciary Committee Tuesday that high-level senior officials at the Bureau are revoking security clearances of personnel based on whether they have religious or political conservative beliefs. According to the disclosure received by lawmakers and shared with the Washington Times, one of the whistleblowers reported that the FBI executives targeted current employees associated with former FBI employees who were interviewed for the movie Police State, which includes former FBI agents Kyle Serafin and Stephen Friend. The movie a documentary co-created by conservative author and filmmaker Dinesh D'Souza and produced by talk radio host Dan Bongino alleges that the, the, alleges that Democratic Party leaders working with top officials in the FBI, CIA, and Department of Justice have censored and, in some cases, imprisoned their political opponents. I believe it. I believe it. Dual citizenship should never be allowed in con our Congress, Two Wolf says. Uh, wow, maybe so. Yeah, it, it seems not to be working out too well, does it? It's a little bit of uh, conflict of interest and some corruption seemingly here. Developing two police officers here in Nashville, Tennessee were fired over Steven Crowder's Nashville shooter manifesto reveal. I am here to confirm, confirm that the manifesto was 100% real. This was posted by Dom Luker, the breaker of narratives on X.com. So I don't know if this is confirmed or not. These are just allegations that two police officers were arrested because of the manifesto reveal, which 
I assume it was they were probably let go because they were maybe involved in the leak of the material given to Steven Crowder. Uh, isn't that interesting? Uh, people are saying, well, that just proves that it's real. Um, gosh. Somebody sent me some artwork they wanted me to check out, and I haven't looked at it yet. Uh, so they sent me this gallery, voicesforcommunityhealth.org. Uh, go to gallery. Uh, let's see. Each piece in this gallery carries a unique story and perspective. By clicking on the thumbnails, you can discover the inspiration behind the artwork and gain a deeper understanding of the artist's journey. We encourage you to take your time and immerse yourself in the narratives shared through these visual representations. We believe that art has the power to heal, educate, and inspire. This gallery stands as a testament to the resilience and creativity of individuals who have bravely navigated the complexities of mental health. So all these people have mental health issues is the thing. Um, so yes, I understand why we see some odd art here. So I'll show you. And I guess the only difference would be this isn't just like your normal average everyday non-mental uh, person. These are people struggling with mental health. You see a lady crying, very scribbly artwork, some uh, abstract artwork, a worrisome person running in a bunch in front of a bunch of red somebody uh shouting in terror some anime uh very creepy art works um a fairly dark face oh it's interesting very interesting a crying person well yeah Kind of interesting. Thanks for sharing. This one's positive. It looks like a happy girl on a treadmill. Nothing wrong with that. That's good. Yeah, but of course, dying, wilting flowers. Um, I, I imagine a lot of these people are um, depressed and these kinds of things. So yeah, the artwork's going to be a bit sad. Uh, an eyeball with ghosts coming out of it. Huh. Very good dark voodoo doll one. Oh, that is creepy. Um, another eye. Your mind matters. A brain in a jar with lightning and clouds. Wow. This one's really cool. Somebody uh, hunting at, in a, by a corn farm. September skies. I like that one. This one's positive. There is hope even when your brain tells you there isn't. John Green. Interesting. Oh, health is very important. And uh, apparently there's like 70% of the U.S. population is on SSRIs or medications, mental medications or different various medications like that. 70% of people are taking these medications it's just quite alarming i tell you and not just those i mean people are on all kinds of meds i mean it's insane and you know a lot of you are probably on some prescription drugs which is fine i mean we've all lived in this sea of 
deception when it comes to health and it's hard to escape from once you're taken in but uh you also I, you could tell when you see people walking around uh i noticed the bug eyes some people get the bug eyes going and i'm like i don't know what you're on but you're probably on you know sleeping meds and mental meds and probably a whole pile of crazy drugs i was kind of disappointed speaking of drugs to see health healthline or what or no not healthline who was it uh one of the people uh, i think it was sky news let me go to their page sky news just out of nowhere published this um ad it was a pharmaceutical ad gosh they post a lot i don't think i'll be able to find it last night they published an ad for a drug that was uh pro it was like uh anti-cancer drug let me see and they posted an ad all about this drug and how wonderful it is and they're going the plan was to get a large portion of women to take this anti-cancer drug which reduces your rate of getting cancer by 50 percent for up to 10 years and it was just oh this wonderful drug let's get most women to take it and then uh they didn't say anything else really besides that of how wonderful this this new drug is and most women need to take this it will prevent you from getting breast cancer you don't want to die of cancer do you so i was like hmm i wonder what the what they call side effects are to this drug which i'm looking for oh there's a long laundry list of side effects which aren't really side effects they're effects they're effectively effects they're not side effects like oh this just happens on the side no it happens to various degrees to the people who take them you might see something like 10 percent of the people shit them shit their pants or whatever right you've seen it this kind of stuff um but you know there's a lot of uh, negative aspects to this drug and i'm just like looking at these news organizations and uh you got to question them man a lot of bad info i wonder how much they got paid for that post huh you gotta wonder sick and it's so 10 hours ago it's the middle of the night. I think I'm getting close. I want to find out what the drug was called because uh, you guys could look at this video. Maybe we could watch the video. And then I go. I went to the comments for this ad too, and people are like, "Oh wow, it sounds good. Oh wow, what are the side effects? Oh, that sounds great. But what's the downside? You know, they're they're questioning it, but also like, oh, that sounds good." Um, so this stuff's just, it's, it, it makes me sick. Absolutely sick. I should have saved it. Where is it? Is this it? The proportion of new mothers in England who feed their babies with both formula and breast milk is on the rise. It's weird. Maybe they deleted it because I'm not seeing it. Oh, this was an interesting story from yesterday, though, that the largest hospital in Wales has issued a business continuity continuity is, uh, incident 
which is a level of alert where their emergency services are being bombarded and they're very busy. Maybe a prelude to what we'll see this winter. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, I'm not seeing this post. Or maybe this is it. Nope. Nope. All right. Anyway, let's move on. It's okay. No big deal. Onward. We had a big earthquake this morning in Indonesia's Banda Sea, a 6.7 earthquake. And somebody reported an earthquake to me this morning as well in El Paso. Apparently there was an earthquake this morning in El Paso. So you got to prepare for those natural disasters, people. Water, food, emergency aid, a plan, etc. Thank you, Black Jester. Thank you, Princess Lee 8 for the ice creams. Thank you very much. Oh, that's it, Two Wolves. He says, or they, or she says, one of the treatments for women with breast cancer is to decrease the female hormones as soon as possible. And that is, in my research for this drug, exactly what this drug does. This was a hormone. This was like it reduces your female hormones. And that's exactly what that drug was with a lot of side effects, by the way. You know, there's not one pill that's going to solve all our problems and make us live long and happy lives. If you take this pill, you're going to be so happy. Matter of fact, you're, this pill is, is designed for that. You're, it's They sell, oh, this pill is going to prevent you from getting cancer. This pill is going to prevent you from this, prevent you from that. Everything will be better. If you take the happy pill with the anti-cancer pill and this pill, then, I mean, your life will be perfect. So sign up. Oh, my God. This stuff is crazy. Don't look too far into it because you'll realize it's probably worse for you than it is good for you. And I'm not a doctor. If you're going to do any of this stuff, talk to a good, trusted, smart doctor out there. But this is just me and my ramblings. Okay. Take it with a grain of salt. This is the Red Pill Project after all. The motto of something along the lines of do not trust anything anybody says regardless of what authority they say they have or... Uh, what authority they do have and figure it out through your own volition, through your own research, figure it out for the sake of humanity. We need some common sense and some real research and some changes here. All right, let's talk a little bit about war. The U S army, according to yournews.com, has come out and said it needs $3 billion for 155 millimeter artillery rounds and production. Oh man. Well, maybe we could get a little bit of money from Ukraine or something. I don't know what to do. Netanyahu rejects Biden phone request for a three day pause in the Gaza war as the IDF tightens the noose. According to Infowars. EU states new government blocks Ukraine aid package. A small European state. I forget which one. Slovakia. Uh, Bratislava has stopped the flow of donated weapons to Kiev, but won't ban commercial supplies. Slovakian Prime Minister Robert Fico rejected on Wednesday a, propo a proposal to send $40.3 million, million worth of military equipment to Ukraine. Not, it's not very much, but everything counts. Let's stop funding these endless wars. How about that? What a novel idea. 30,000 pounds 
Yeah. Well, this is just in case you guys needed another reason not to eat the crappy processed foods out there. We've got this story by Zero Hedge. 30,000 pounds of Tyson fun nuggets hit with recall over metal shards. So you're telling me 30,000 pounds of Tyson fun nuggets, which are the dinosaur, the dino nuggets, with 100% all natural ingredients, has metal shards in them. 30,000 pounds with metal shards. I, I, I was thinking, you know, that's a lot of chicken. 30,000 pounds of chicken with metal shards. Uh, that's the thing about eating processed foods. Ugh. I remember one time I went and bought some ground beef from my local store uh, near Seattle back like a few years ago. Or two years ago. I don't know. And I brought it home. I brought this uh, ground beef home and I'm getting ready to cook dinner and I open the package up and I just notice all these little specks of black in the meat. And of, and I noticed it as I began to cook it. And I'm like, oh, fudge. And I bought multiple packs too. So I grabbed uh, one that I didn't open and I ran back to the store and I let them know. I was like, hey, there's um foreign objects in this meat a bunch of black crap and like plastic bits and so they're all, the manager's like oh well, let's go talk to the meat people and i'm like okay and we go over there and they look at it and they're like oh yeah i do yeah oh, oh yeah i do see that okay thank you for letting us know and then kind of started walking away i'm like well what you're gonna walk away i'm gonna go look at the other meat you have on the shelf you don't want people eating this i mean like kids eat here you know, old ladies eat here. Don't you want to make sure that the other meat's not contaminated? They're like, oh, sure. Okay. So we walk over there and I'm looking. All of their meat's contaminated. And I'm like, yeah, you got to get this off the shelf. You can't be feeding people bits of plastic. They're like, oh, okay, okay. And then they walk back into the, the back of the store. And I stand there and I'm just waiting. I'm like, is somebody going to come and take this shit off the shelf? No. Not, not, not really. I had to, again, persist and be like, you guys need to pull this shit off the shelf. What is wrong with you? And what it was, they're like, oh, it's probably just one of the absorbent pads that we use for the meat. Somebody probably threw the pads in when they ground the meat. It's not that big of a deal. Come on. You guys are disgusting. And that's a pretty minimally processed food, ground beef, and it still gets contaminated like crazy. That's another bonus to eating whole foods that aren't processed is you don't get shards of metal and plastic and foreign debris and, and hair and all this nasty shit in your food. Can you call it food? Are dino nuggets actually food? How much food is in a nugget? That's what I want to know. Yeah, so this is your public service announcement and a little push to eat healthier today and throw away your dino nuggets by Tyson because they've been uh, recalled. And if you have them, if you're eating those guys, come on, you're, you're better than that. You know, the dino nuggets are not real dinosaur. I recommend going to a, somebody who hunts dinosaur and getting whole dinosaur meat, much healthier, much better. And be careful and make sure you're diligent with what you're eating and inspect your food. Anyway, that pissed me off that day. I tell you, um, Let's take a quick look. I want to see what's trending here on X. There wasn't that much news today. We're coming to an end here. Um, 
not much, nothing new. Let's check this. Same old, same old, but you know, the day will continue and we'll see more, uh, more information as the day continues. <clears throat> anyway, um, thank you all for your continuous support of the red pill project. Uh, what, Okay. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for all your all of your continuous support. Uh, please join our private social network. Socialredpill.com is the place to be. It's free to join, or you could sign up and support us with a monthly subscription, uh, which goes along. You could support decentralized media, myself, Josh, the whole shebang, and. Uh, getting access to our private Q&As and our conversations after the shows, etc. Socialredpill.com. Thank you, everybody. And shout out to all the new members over there. Good to see you all. Uh, we've got new shows today, so tune in to the Jim Price Show and everything else. It'll be a good old time. And I'm um, looking forward to it, y'all. So thank you all very, very much. You can share information with me over on socialredpill.com or on X. Oh, and we have a special event tonight after the daily dose. There will be a host spaces. Uh, there will be a space hosted on X.com by Josh Reed. I'll be there, and also we're going to get Game Tech Politics back in there, who was uh, with us on Monday for an interview, but we had technical difficulties. But tonight we're going to continue that conversation on X.com. Join the space. It'll be fun. And I hope to see you guys there. We'll post information on that on the social red pill and on X.com. Make sure you follow Josh. Well, folks, that's it. And that's that for the day. Visit redpills.tv for all of our sponsors and other ways to support us and information at redpills.tv. I appreciate you all very much. Thank you. Take care and God, uh, God bless. Godspeed. What do I say? Take care. God bless. Godspeed. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me Eye Patch McCain. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's, a, it's collusive. It's, uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.